0: Everyone, I'm your host Roy George and welcome to Triple Threats and Beyond. Hi everybody, I'm so excited to welcome this guest to Triple Threats and Beyond. We actually had a full conversation before we even started recording because uh, we relate on so many levels, and we are both former and current substitute teachers. Um, my new guest and my new friend, I've just given her that title, so I hope she doesn't disagree when I announce her, uh, is my also birthday buddy, Mia Colon, yeah. who stands five foot even and graduated from Youngstown University, summa cum And I cannot wait to talk about all the things that she has accomplished and will continue to accomplish in her career. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm
0: so excited you're here. We were talking before we recorded that we both share a birthday 24 hours apart in the worst time to have a birthday. And I am (laughs) December 24th and you are December Yes, so we were talking that people tell us all the time, oh my gosh, you must have like the best birthday ever. Not really. We are always alone. We don't really have parties. (laughs) We now, I'm now an uncle, so I am the drunk uncle that just drinks in the corner by himself because who's he going to party with? No one. No one's We love that though. Drunk uncle is
1: always the best.
0: Drunk Uncle is always the best. I won't lie. It's quite fun. How (laughs) how are you? What are you working on these days? I know we had talked about before we went on air that your side hustle was uh, being a substitute teacher. And I feel like that's a little difficult right now with COVID-19. How is that affecting you and what you're doing and the projects that you had coming down the pipes as well as, obviously, uh, substitute teaching? Tell me everything.
1: Okay. So, um... We'll start, I guess, quickly from the beginning. Um, so I graduated um, just this past year, 2019, in May um, with my BFA in musical theater. So that's what I have my degree in. Since then, I actually just started substitute teaching um, this past school year. So uh, fall of 2019, I got my certificate, if you will, in general education, K-12, through and I started teaching actually in two different districts. Um. So that kind of started my experience, if you will, with teaching. Um, I mostly teach middle school um, just because that's what's mostly uh, available. I do teach high school from time to time, but me being five foot even and um, of a certain figure, I usually don't attract the best attention (laughs) when it comes to high school students. And they don't really listen to me. Um, as much as I would like them. So for me, it's easier to do middle school just because I still have the ability to, to um, strike the fear of God into them, if you will. Um, and it, it's definitely been a process. I mean, I think with my background in acting, I think it's been an easier transition for me than I think it would for someone who wasn't of my background and isn't used to being in front of people per se. I truly believe that substitute teaching is... Um, is it is an art form really it it is just like acting. you know you put on your teacher hat and your teacher face and you have to have charisma and as long as you can keep the kids attention and you know come in knowing who you are knowing what you need to accomplish and do kids are usually really responsive and you know you just got to set your guidelines and follow through with them so that has been a process um an enjoyable one i've met so many great kids who are just hilarious i've had i I have so many pictures that I've I've gotten drawn for me that are of me and, you know, different things. And I think one of my favorite things being um, an actress and and whatnot and having, you know, professional websites and Facebooks and et cetera and being a public persona to an extent is, is funny when you're a substitute teacher because, you know, schools nowadays, everybody, every student has a computer. Every kid has a cell phone. So as soon as they hear that, you know, you do movies and you do shows and all that kind of stuff, the very next thing they do is they're going to look you up. So oh, yes. I can, I can definitely say, yeah, I can definitely say over the process of becoming a substitute teacher and teaching throughout um, many, many different schools, I've definitely gained a following, if you will, of <laughs> middle schoolers just following my YouTube channel, following my Instagram, trying, you know, following my website, all kinds of stuff, which is just funny in and of itself. Um, and kids get, kids are so funny because they're so blunt and so it's kind of cool to you know see them you know get so excited when i tell them you know yeah i do movies yes i do um shows i you know i've worked at peter point and they're like oh i think i saw you and blah 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 and it's just it's nice because it's almost refreshing to see that excitement and that um you know eagerness to want to know more because it's you know they see things on tv and it i wasn't um it, it took me a while to acknowledge and realize that that's an actual job that you get to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for them to have someone in front of them that can talk about it in the process that they went through to get there is, is really cool. And I'm, I'm always, you know, happy to share my experience and, and, and let them know. Cause you know, i always get that odd student who is like, you know, I've always wanted to be a singer. I've always wanted to be an actor. And, you know, I, I firmly believe in the honest truth and I'm like, that's great start training now, Yeah, be aware that it's not an easy job. And like, if you're serious, then you need to act serious and put the work in now. Because if you start working now, it'll only get easier. Um, 100%. so yeah. So substituting has been a lot of fun. Um, since I graduated, I substituted in the sort substituting in the fall, but backtracking real quick before that, over that summer, I actually was working with Cedar Point, um, which is an amusement park in Sandusky, Ohio. It's like the world's greatest amusement park. Whatever, it's won like many, many awards. Has like several record-breaking coasters. If you're if you're a roller coaster fanatic, you know where and what Cedar Point is. Um, but last year was my second year. I was there as an actor. Um, I was in Beach Crew for the second year. Um, okay. I was actually part of the original. Yeah, I was actually part of the original cast. So, um, which Beach Crew opened at Cedar Point in 2018. Um, and I was hired as an actor then, that was my first year, original cast, came back last year for my second year for Crew again, reprised my role, um, and then I'm actually, I'm going to officially announce this, <laughs> I am actually, officially, I will be going back to Cedar Point this summer, yay. Um, again, as an EA, yes, so I am booked and blessed, uh, if you will.
0: <laughs> Congratulations. As of right
1: now. Um. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I'll be returning to Cedar Point amusement park for my third year. Um. Officially as an actor again. I cannot reveal what show I'm in yet. Um. Just because they have not solidified the um show schedule. And um. As soon as they do, I will you know update on my Facebook and whatnot. But I am I am going back. I just can't tell you in what yet. <laughs> and uh, I'm very excited, specifically because it's the 150th anniversary cedar point so yes. they're going all out
0: that's incredible um,
1: i know right i know it's, it's crazy to think about so they're celebrating 150 years and it's they're doing i mean they completely revamped everything they're bringing in new show new shows revamping old ones we have a huge huge parade that's happening with like a lot of actors from the shows they're pulling everyone from everywhere then we've got a huge show at night um that everyone's involved in and it it's it's gonna be an extravaganza spectacular just everything. It's gonna be a lot a lot of fun. So I'm very excited for that. Um so there's that what else so, <laughs> I know I'm just trying to like
0: No, Go I ahead. love it. I'm I'm curious what now knowing what you know and knowing all that you've accomplished, what you would tell young Mia, what advice would you give her knowing what you know now?
1: Oh Lord Get in dance classes. Get <laughs> in dance classes now. How dare you?
0: That's too funny.
1: I, I because my issue was growing up. I I did take dance classes starting at like two three, and I was in them for you know a couple years. But then um, I was pretty much raised by um, a single father, mm-hmm. so it. I started getting really into sports. And um, I kind of drifted away from the arts for a while. So I did dance, but then it came to, you know, a point where it was like, okay, do you want to continue dancing or do you want to go into gymnastics? Um, And ultimately, when I was younger, I made the decision to switch over to gymnastics. And um, I actually was a gymnast for eight years, competed in everything. Um, I did gymnastics and then throughout my middle school and high school, I did any and every sport you could possibly think of. I mean, I, in middle school, I did cheerleading, but then I like was on the football team because I was like, girls can do that too. And I tried out for the football team, did that. I was also, um, auditioned. I tried out for the wrestling team. Um, Like you couldn't tell me that just because I was a girl means, you know, I could only do this, that, and the other. Like, it doesn't matter. If I want to do it, I'm going to do it. Like, that's how I was. That's how I've always been. So anything and everything sport-wise I was a part of. And it actually wasn't until um, my high school years that I actually started getting back into the art. And, you know, really acknowledging, you know, this is something that I'm very, very interested in. Um, It it was during my high school years that I started taking it seriously. Let me rephrase that. I I did my first ever show um, in fourth grade. And I just want to give a shout out to my middle school choir teacher, Mrs. Singler who it is because of this amazing, amazing woman that I am in the career and do what I do today. So who I am, what I've, yes. le- what I've become is all thanks to Mrs. Singler. So shout out to you. You are an amazing, amazing woman. Thank you for showing me my heart and my dream and my love. Um, you are the reason I'm able to do what I do today. So Mrs. Singler, again, shout out to you. Um, so she was the one who introduced me to that. Um, my first ever show was Guys and Dolls which is hilarious now to think back on. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I was doing theater since fourth grade and, and uh, I mean, every year up and through, but it wasn't until my junior year in high school that I actually took it seriously. And for the first time, looked at it as an actual possible career choice. Absolutely. Um, so at that point I had been with a group in my area called the Youngstown Connection, okay. which really helped to, it's, it's kind of like a show choir group um, where we traveled all over the US um, and we performed at events that ranged from oh my gosh you know simple birthday parties to we were performing for dignitaries and performing for you know celebrities and I got to perform with John Jacobson I got to perform for Matt Cuff Greg wow. Gilpin um, if you are if you are in the music industry and you've ever took choir you know you know who those people are yep. <laughs> um, they're the arrangers of almost all choir music, um, choral music, etc. Um, so I got to do that. Um and the Sound Connection is really kind of where I started to acknowledge, okay, this is work, this is something that I could actually do and pursue. And um Miss B, who runs the group, is also was like my second mom and she was the one who, one who really started to instill the values and the responsibilities and the ethics of the industry. She was the one who okay. was like, you know, rehearsal, if rehearsal starts at five, it's like early is on time, on time is late and late is unacceptable. Like That's that. You're not that whole, yeah. That whole theory and mindset, Ms. B is the one who, instilled that in us and she was very very rigorous like rehearsal you, you were there on time and god forbid you got there late lord you you didn't want to deal with her if you got there late you <laughs> she would make you like sit and watch rehearsal like you were not allowed to participate like you think you're going to show up late like this isn't just about you this affects us mm. as a group and you will show the respect that everyone deserves and so i really have to give credit to her as well because she really taught us you know it's work like you have to work in order to be good and you know she was always you know there in the back of the room at our performances watching giving us critiques we always got critiques after every show you know this was off you were late on this count your pitch was off you need to support your voice more and so she was kind of my first experience you know real true experience in um in the direction of taking it as a career so shout out to her um yeah, and I did that for a couple of years, and then I eventually, um, it's a high school group, so when you graduate, you actually graduate from the group as well. Um, okay. There are some extensions, yeah, which which is really cool because then you like you become alumni, and then you have alumni come back for rehearsals, and we've actually had a couple of people go on to become quite famous from the group, um, oh, well. Larry Brownlee, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who is the, like, if you don't know, is like the world's best, like, tenor opera singer, etc., or whatever. Um, he actually was in the group years and years ago and and um, is still in contact with Miss Beat today. And we actually got to perform with him when he came back to Youngstown as well. Oh, wow. So that was kind of a bittersweet moment for us um, to be able to get to meet and perform with him. And she also had us do operas as well. We did events, but then we, I did Don Giovanni um, with the group. Um, at Samba Auditorium, um, we did Barbara Seville. So She cultured us as well and, and really gave us a rounded experience and idea of who artists are as people. You know?
0: Incredible. She really if you, gave you
1: everything. If you to be, yeah, truly. If you wanna be a singer, great, but you should still know the aspects and understandings of how to be an actor, how to be a dancer, you know, you have to have the charisma to, you know, not only stand in front and perform for people, but make them want to listen to you. Absolutely. That was the biggest thing as well. Um, so, you know, I graduated high school, graduated from that group. I was very, very sad, but, you know, happy to pass it on to the to the next generation. And I eventually enrolled in Yostam State University, where um, I was there for four years getting my bachelor's. Um, and, and, yeah. And I think... Roundabout, going back to your initial question, because, dear God, I talk a lot. Um,
0: (laughs) You're fine.
1: Anyway, yeah, so, if I had advice for my younger self, which is a question you asked 23 minutes and 42 seconds ago, um, (laughs) take dance classes. Yeah, take dance classes. That's something that I really wish I would have stuck with.
0: Now, what is the first Broadway show you saw that you were like, this is what I'm gonna be doing in my life, this is what I wanna do?
1: Oh gosh, um, I think it was honestly the national tour of Lion King. Okay, it was the national tour of Lion King. I actually went and saw it with my Girl Scout troop. Yes, <laughs> believe it or not, I was also a, I was also in Girl Scouts because your girl cannot sit still. So. So, um, yeah, we took a field trip and we went and saw the national tour of Lion King. And um, I I am Hispanic, so I didn't necessarily see myself in that show, per se. But the idea of, you know, just how mesmerized I got by, by the show and how deeply involved I became and how just fantastic. I mean, the light looking now, I can give vocabulary to what I felt. But, you know, as a kid, you're like, that was so cool. It looked so pretty. But now I acknowledge, like, the lighting, the set design, the costumes. I mean, the actors. I mean, every aspect of that show really just enthralled me to want to do it myself and be a part of it. 100%. So that was, that was probably my first, like, experience with that. And then ever since then, I've seen different national tours. Um, I think the last show I saw on Broadway was Pinky Booth. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, God, it was great. It was just absolutely fantastic. Um, And I actually, before COVID came in, um, the week that New York City shut down is the week that I was actually supposed to go and see several different Broadway shows, meet up with all of my friends who have now moved to New York, and, yeah, that unfortunately was
0: ring check. (laughs) We'll be back. I don't know when, but we'll be back. It's going to happen. I feel it. Yeah. I feel it in my heart. Yeah. Now, who are your musical influences? Oh,
1: gosh. Um, Well, for Broadway, um, per se, I would say Kristen Chenoweth. Of course. um, Just because, yeah. Um, (laughs) I would also say, hmm, I I mean, I wish I could sound like Cynthia, but I just, I can't. But, you know, a girl can dream. I don't
0: even know how to, I'll tell you a story about Cynthia in a minute. A good story but it, yeah, I'll never forget it.
1: Yeah. Um, who else? I honestly, musically, I really, really enjoy I think my favorite musical of all time um, is Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So, um, I really, really love to all three women that originated that role. Absolutely. Um, the, the role of the Tyler sisters like in like Eliza um Philippa So is, you know that's how you pronounce her name, right? Because I always feel like I mess it up. Everybody
0: well everybody says a different. So Sue, so I mean, I'm not here to judge how you pronounce her name. I have no idea. But if she wants to come on the show and tell me how to pronounce her name, I won't be mad. <laughs> oh, see what I did there. <laughs> Just saying. And
1: you gotta put it into the universe. You put know. it into the universe. Um so like her, um I really, really enjoy just that style as well. And I also, because, you know, I'm Hispanic woman, I really, really look to anyone of Hispanic descent as well. Just because I'm like, you know, I, I can actually see myself as as that person. I also really enjoy um, Lindsay Mendez. Yes. Um, I discovered her through the 35, you know, oh, that so musical, musical exhibition. Millimeter. Yep. Mm-hmm. millimeter, yeah. Thank you. I was trying to think of the word and I couldn't think of it. Okay. Thirty five millimeter. Uh, like that music, the way she sings, just she, her as a person, like her, what she is able to do with her voice and the what, how she's able to express through it is honestly amazing. And she's one of my biggest like influences and someone that I really watch quite closely and you know try and take um a lot from. So, I would say her. And he's a woman from Hamilton, Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah.
0: You know, it's so f- Have you met any of your idols that you have just lost your mind over? Um,
1: no, I don't think I've ever met. I met Project Call yes. and I almost passed out. Um, yeah, I met him and it was, I actually started panicking to the point that he actually got worried about me. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and came back around and he was like, honey, are you okay? And I was like, yes. That's funny. <laughs> he was like, Okay, um, musically, uh, I've never met anyone. Well, that's not true. I actually got to perform and sing with um, Jody Benson.
0: Okay. Yeah, do you that's know who so that cool. is? Oh, of course I do.
1: Yeah, so I actually, and that was through the Youngstown connection as well. I actually got to perform and sing with her, and she gave me my first like piece of like celebrity advice, if you will. Um, that was back in my day before I really had the vocal training the proper vocal training that I needed and she you know straight up told me she was like you you have more power to your voice you have it use it push it but I I at the time I was so young that I was just like okay I'll try and I just screamed because I didn't know how to properly use my voice but (laughs) yeah so that was pretty cool meeting her um Greg Gilpin, Matt they were really cool to talk to and, and get their perspective but as far as like my idols I don't think I've met anyone yet.
0: Yet, I like the that, music It's happening. It's coming. It's happening.
1: Yeah, putting it. putting it into the universe. I'm going to meet them all. I'm going to perform with them. We're going to become friends I and share it. cheese and wine.
0: <laughs> Emphasis on the wine. What is mm-hmm. the best advice you've been given in this industry as you've gone forward and forged your way?
1: Um. Here we go. Hard work will always be talent when talent doesn't work hard. Ah, okay. That is probably the best piece of advice, and that was given to me by one of my college professors, Dr. Wolfgang. Um, it, it took me a while to fully grasp and understand what that meant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but just generalizing it, it, it's pretty much saying that, you know, if you're going to go into this industry seriously, you're going to get into situations where you have to acknowledge you may not necessarily be the best in the room. There's always going to be someone that's prettier, that's more experienced, that sings better, that dances better, that acts better, blah, 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 blah. blah. And you can have someone who walks in the room and never took a vocal, you know, class in her entire life, but can hit, you know, the rafters and things like she just dropped down from the
0: heavens. 100%.
1: But what people need to understand and acknowledge is, you know, and I've, I've met people like that. I, 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 I have a specific person in mind, even when I say that, and, you know, I firsthand witnessed that girl do nothing but drink and smoke and party and just completely disregard the health and safety of her vocal instrument. and as someone who wasn't innately blessed with such talent, it bothered me for a while because I was like, how can you just disrespect your gift? I mean, that's literally what it is, your gift. How can you so easily throw it away? You know, when, when it, for me to even remotely sound like that, I have to, there's so much work that goes into it. There's so much background and just, and the hard work and sweat and tears and practice and hours that goes into it just for me to even remotely sound like you. Yet here you are, you know, on a Tuesday afternoon, getting wasted with on fireball and, like, smoking. Like, I, and I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not degrading that, you know, adapt that's your lifestyle, live your best life, thrive in your own way, shape, and form, but also acknowledge what you're doing and, and the lasting effects that it will have on your body and on your instrument. It's just one of my biggest pet peeves as, as an artist is seeing other artists, you know, especially innately talented ones, kind of just throw it away.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's... I think there comes a point... I am a fossil at this point. No, I'm just kidding. I'm really not. But uh, I'm older, and I have... I feel like my younger twenty self felt like he was invincible, so... The stuff that I did was stupid. I mean, I was never ridiculously outrageous and, like, jeopardized, you know, playing the piano or singing or dancing or whatever. But definitely did some stupid, stupid things. But at the time, you feel like you're invincible and you feel like it can't really touch you. And I was talking to a friend of mine, and we were talking about a situation that happened a couple years ago in uh, his family family. And it was one of those situations where you always looked and saw it on TV and went, oh, that'll never happen to me, but that's so horrible. And then when it happens to you, you're like, oh, well, shit, what do I, okay, I didn't, all right. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's frustrating when you see people being so reckless and knowing that one wrong move or one slip up or one, you know, whatever situation may be detrimental to your career but in the same breath is detrimental in that there are people that are taking such good care of themselves, that are not drinking ice cold water, that are always drinking tea, that are always vocally learning, that are always taking care of scarves, hats, gloves, the whole nine yards, and aren't booking or aren't getting what they deserve because they're doing the work. And then this one person who is reckless is like, here I am, and then books it. And it is frustrating. And I think one of the things that I would encourage people is to validate that frustration because we spend so much time as actors like, Oh no, my time will come. It's okay. It's not my time. I'm not ready yet. But like in the back of our heads, we're human. And we're like, yo, listen, you're stupid. And I'm mad about it. And you can be mad about it. It just is about how you move forward from that anger.
1: Yeah. Like what you take from it. I, you know, when everyone's entitled to, you know, going out and partying and having fun with your friends. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I've done it. I've, you know, I've had my nights where I drink a little too much and whatnot, but I, I I believe the key word in all of this is moderation. Just take and do everything in moderation. You know, you can go out and party, you know, on the weekend, but maybe not do it the next weekend. Maybe take a weekend off. You know, if you want to go out on a Wednesday night, great. But then maybe you don't go out that weekend. You know, you just, everyone's body is different and everyone knows their own body. So I think you just have to know and acknowledge what your body can and cannot take. Um, And then really just go from there. And I think the people that don't and go crazy, live your life, that's on them. But I just know that I want my career to have longevity. Therefore, I need to put in the work and time to set me up for that.
0: 100%. Um,
1: So the people, you know, that are kind of living their best lives and doing what they want and all this kind of stuff, that's great and fine. But 15, 20 years down the road from now, when I'm still healthy and fine, I don't know if I'll be able to stay the same, you know, of you. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to be in this career for a while. So I'm just making sure I do everything that I can to do that. And I think it also depends on the environment and the situation that you're in. Um, yeah. You know, cruise lines have their own environment. Amusement parks have their own lifestyle and environment um you know and you you always have those few people that are just hardcore partiers and like i love to hang out with them i love to go to parties with them but like i am also not the person to go out every single night every single weekend like i need my beauty sleep like <laughs> i am not the type to roll out of bed and look gorgeous your girl needs work <laughs> so <laughs> i thought i need sleep i need time so i just make sure that i give give myself that that's if you
0: too will, funny. but aren't you fascinated by some of the people that can do that? Like, how good if, on you, friends. I don't know, I don't exactly know how you do it. If, yeah, I don't know.
1: Fascinating exactly is, is the word,
0: but I don't know. Stop but me. what is the I'm word? Like, I, like, you know what like, I mean? Li- yeah, like how you haven't missed I'm work, fascinated. you haven't missed an audition, you That's haven't missed so. rehearsal, and you are like bombed by eight o'clock like
1: how does this work i okay yeah i'm like you know what whatever secret whatever you're doing that that's making it work for you bless your soul bless your heart Amen. you know like do it keep living your life i'm not gonna i don't judge you know but i'm just waiting until you slip up because i that type of behavior and I've seen it. I'm like, yeah, it'll work for maybe the first couple weeks, couple months. But then you always have that one day where they just push it a little too far, Girl, amen. and then they come in. And you, you ever watch? Do you watch anime? Are you familiar with anime? Uh,
0: occasionally, I don't watch it often, but every once in a while, I like, catch a few things here and there.
1: So, first of all, I'm a huge anime like fanatic, fan, etc. That's a whole other story. Would never but, like, have picked
0: that up, but I, I'm all about it.
1: Oh yeah. I yeah, side side note, couple probably interesting things about me. Um, I am a huge anime fan.
0: I have my motorcycle
1: license. I own and ride my own motorcycle, um, and I have my gun license and my own conceal and carry as well. so well, two damn. things two fun facts about me. Oh yeah, does. we don't play around no, clearly not um, <laughs> but yeah. What were you talking about? I got distracted. ADHD. Oh, anime. Yes. (laughs) Do you ever see, like, when a character, like, is so scared or, like, so tired that they have that little bubble, like, their soul comes out of their mouth? Have you ever seen it and it just, like, waves around? Yes. That's... When people... When I see people that push it too far, that's literally what my mind goes to in my image. And I just... Everywhere I see them walking around, I just see their little, like, soul. Soul bubble flop up and fly around their head and it just makes me giggle and I'm like you know but I'm also definitely I play the mom sometimes in those situations where I'm like you know I'll try to keep them away from the director or I'll try to keep them away like and I'm like what do you need do you need water do you need an ice pack do you need like a warm cloth like I'm also very like I'm not one I'm not a snitch so if you come into rehearsal and you got something wrong that's on you I'll help you if you need. But, like, also at the same time, I'm like, you need to not do this again. I'm going to help you now, but get but get your ish together.
0: Yep. I hear you with that one. I, but I feel like if you're going to come to rehearsal, you're already bold. So, like, you really don't care what happens <laughs> to you at this yeah. point.
1: Yeah. Because I've seen some people like, do that,
0: and I'm like, wh- like, well done. You are not trying to hold anything back today. You're just... You know I can see your dilated eyes, right? But, like, go ahead, sing your belty song, do you? Yep. Yep. I can fully see my reflection in just your pupils, like. Mm -hmm. Like, you you know your eyes are closed and you're talking to me, right? They're like, no, they're not. Like, oh, it's that type of day. All right.
1: Oh, we're there.
0: Do you, friends? I just sit and watch. It's kind of fun. I love it. Yeah. I like to see what happens, right? Like choose your own adventure. You've clearly chosen the first two steps to be here. So now let's see how this plays out when we're tap dancing. Yep. Good luck. Um, (laughs) What's in your audition binder?
1: What's in my audition binder? Oh goodness gracious! So I'm actually in the process of revamping that. Funnily enough, Um, I have a lot of I have bright star. Um, I have Insta Height. Um, I have a lot of, I have Hamilton as well. I have Satisfied. I have That Would Be Enough. I have, um,
0: um,
1: this is my street. I smile at the faces. Um, yeah.
0: Yes, girl, you better sing. Um,
1: (laughs) I have, actually, funnily enough, I have a song from Bambi 2. Oh. Um. Yeah, it's it's like the intro song and it's, you know, it's about spring and it's about life. Um, What else? I also have, so I have two different binders. I have a a vocal binder and I also have like an acting binder um, as well that I always keep an intake with me in case they want monologues or anything else like that as well. Um, So I have, I mean, I try and have something... Generally speaking, in my in my vocal binder, I have stuff that showcases my voice the best. So I'm going to have a lot of I'm going to have maybe two or two or three songs that showcase my belt and my range. Um, I consider myself a mezzo soprano belter, um, so I'm going to have like two or three songs songs that showcase that. But I also make sure to have you know um, a golden age piece, a pop rock piece, um, and something that is really for everyone I have maybe 10 I'm trying to get down to like max 10 songs in my book and usually I have um around 30 32 bar cuts but more recently I've started seeing you know people asking for 16 bar cuts I've even had an eight bar cut that someone asked for and I'm like what I'm gonna sing one note but sure um uh so it just it just depends um but yeah, I'm I'm in the process of revamping, so I can't. That's what I had in my book. We'll see if I. I know I'm definitely going to keep in the height, um, and Hamilton and a piece from Hamilton. You
0: should look into some Gloria Estefan. I'm just putting it out there.
1: I know that's what I've been told. I'm actually I am. I'm currently trying to find a, a song that I think it was my vocal coach about and really pound out. And, awesome. Because the only other thing is like when I was younger, I didn't. I don't think I got into vocal classes and I I didn't get vocal coaching as early as I should have. So even to this day, I I have my full degree and everything else, but I still sometimes will fall back into old and bad habits. So again, just advice, make sure even if you're after you graduated, regardless, always keep in classes. Like don't ever think that you are, you know, top dog and you have learned everything that you need to learn like that is never true there's that. always something more you can learn there's always something that you can better yourself on so
0: yeah Absolutely i'm actually right.
1: in the process of again revamping so i'm looking for i'm trying to weed down my old um rep and and bring in some new so yeah i definitely will and currently am looking at Gloria's some of Gloria's pieces of music so we shall see.
0: Awesome, and I hear that there you have some agency news. You have some. I, I, I feel like you have some agency news. I'm not really quite sure. Yes,
1: yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So this kind of goes um, coincides with COVID nineteen. So I, um, my degree is in musical theater, but I'm actually trying to break into the TV and film industry. Um, I'm even going more so t- towards. Um, voiceover work as mm-hmm. well. So that being said, I've actually started looking into agencies in my area that are, you know, for that. And so I've actually, I went to a couple of different open calls. I went to Hayman talent agency. I went to Doherty. I sent in some stuff to some different people. And, um, I can't necessarily say the agency's name because I was officially asked to join. I was sent the contract and then the day of my meeting to go to the agency and hand in my contract and, and officially sign was the day that COVID shut Ohio down.
0: Boo.
1: Yeah. Shut Ohio, shut PA, shut everything Boo. down. So actually, Yeah. So we've had Zoom meetings since then. Um, but for me, I'm that type of person that I don't like to officially announce something until it's, you know, signed, sealed and whatever. So Completely. that will be for any of my friends or students, previous students listening. Um, that will be an announcement that will come a little later once everything is opened back up and I can go and we can solidify things. But yeah, I so. so that it, it is exciting. I do have a contract with, a, with an agency. Um, out in, in Pittsburgh, and I'm very excited to join. I'm very excited to get started. Um, but until everything is signed and sealed, I can't really announce the name. Well,
0: but I'm yes, very it, is for you. it is happening. It
1: is in the works. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm also excited. Thank you.
0: So. You are a ball of energy. You have a wealth of knowledge, and I love chatting with you. This is so much fun. What I want to do is I want to make sure that our guests have the ability to get to know you a little bit. And so I have some uh, silly rapid-fire questions for you. With the beauty of modern technology, we can look you up online, and we can look up your resume and your website and all that stuff. But I feel like we often forget that sometimes us theater, film, television people are humans. And so I would love to have our listeners be able to... Learn some fun facts about you. You ready? Yes.
1: Yeah, here we go. All
0: right. Here we go. Favorite color? Blue. Favorite candy? K-Kat. Favorite TV show?
1: Oh, oh, oh. Um, uh, Stranger Things.
0: <laughs> uh, favorite pre-show meal?
1: Pre-show meal? Yeah. Water.
0: Post-show meal? Water. Oh, my God. Po- oh, meat. <laughs> meat. Bacon. Bacon. Oh, God, I just had bacon this morning. It was so good. Uh, favorite show currently on the Broadway? Hades. Hades Town. Uh, go-to musical genre that is not musical theater?
1: Ooh, EDM.
0: If you could do any other occupation, what would it be?
1: Um, something in the sciences. Wow. I really like astrology. So yeah. probably an astrologist.
0: Okay. Favorite movie?
1: Oh, uh, um, spirit.
0: Favorite old school Broadway show before 1970.
1: Oh, God. Um. Mm, uh, Oklahoma.
0: Favorite guilty pleasure snack.
1: Chocolate. Guilty general, pleasure. Of chocolate.
0: course, I'm with you. Favorite guilty pleasure Trash television shows So reality TV
1: Ooh Um I've really gotten into British TV A lot lately So probably love Like Love Island Or any of those Like just Yeah Stupid stupid Like yeah
0: (laughs) Ridiculous shows But they're very entertaining Won't lie Uh Favorite coast East coast or west coast
1: Ooh East coast
0: Favorite vacation spot
1: Ah Uh, anywhere with White Sands, probably, yeah. I love that. Um, Bahamas, Nass- Nassau.
0: I love that. And then last question, three-parter. What is a dream role that you've already played? A dream role that at your current age you are eligible to play and a dream role that you can't wait to play in about 25, 30 years?
1: Okay, dream role that I've already played. Um, I originated... um. A role in a brand new show that was premiered at my university, and the role was Sasha. So, I think just the idea of originating a role of for course. a new show. Um, so, that was a lot of fun. Um, a role that I'm currently age appropriate for, I would probably say, you know, Eliza or mm-hmm. Angelica yeah. um, in Hamilton. Um, and then a role that maybe in like 20 years, I, I guess. Persephone. I would love to play Persephone ah, okay. in, in, Haiti town. And I, and I mean, I don't know if that's 20 years, but in the future, I feel like I definitely need to mature and, and, and grow up a little more before I can play
0: Persephone. I'll take future. Mia, yeah. this has been so much fun. You are a ball of energy. I need to get you to move to the city. I mean, that's a whole other podcast in and of another day. But it's about yeah, it's okay. time that you get here. That's all I'm saying. I'm putting that into the universe for you. Christmas in New York City would be a whole different birthday experience for you. You can at least get drunk with a whole bunch of other people around you. You won't know them, <laughs> I would but love you can to. totally do it.
1: <laughs> Listen, next time I come up to New York, I will definitely shoot you out a text and we'll have to get coffee or something. Please let me know. I would,
0: let let love, to know. I would love to. And if I'm ever in the Ohio area, I will let you know as well. You're in Ohio, yeah?
1: Yeah, I don't know why you would ever want to come here, but bless your soul if
0: you do hit me up. My <laughs> mom's best friend lives in Ohio and we all grew up together, so I, you never know. Maybe yeah. I'll be there. Who knows? Oh,
1: yeah.
0: You are a ball of energy. I'm so thrilled and so Please. thankful that you were on the show today. I want to make sure that our listeners can get to know, uh, get to follow you. So can you plug your social media? Can you plug your website? Tell us everything. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. So, um... My website is literally just my name. It's www.miacolon.com www.miacolon, dot ncom And then my Instagram, my Facebook, my YouTube is all at my first name, M-I-A, the initial of my middle name, T, and then my last name, Colon, C-O-L-O-N. What's your middle um, name? We exactly. gotta know.
0: You got to know. You put it out there. Now we got to know.
1: My middle name? <laughs> so... My father is obviously, we're Puerto Rican, so he got to pick my first and I took his last name, so yes. Mia Colona, that's where that comes from. My biological mother, if you will, was Slovakian, so my middle oh. name is Tatiana.
0: Good gracious, did not see that coming.
1: Yeah, I know, right? You wow. For <laughs> All right.
0: Well, that's fantastic. You are wonderful, and I'm so thankful you're here. Anytime you have an update, anytime you wanna talk about anything, Call me up. We'll have you on the show in two point five seconds. I promise.
1: Yes. Bless your soul. Thank you. Thank you so much. So much fun. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on your podcast for doing all of this. It was so much fun. And yes, thank you.
0: And I'll let you know when it goes up. And I can't wait to have you on again. And I can't wait to see you when you come to the city and live here and work here. Sorry, I just put that out one more time. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Mia, and have a great day and stay safe out there.
1: You too. Bye.
0: Take care. Bye bye. Thank you so much for joining Triple Threats and Beyond today. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Triple Threats and Beyond. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Triple Threats and Beyond. And of course, on Twitter at TTB with Roy. Thanks for listening and make sure to like, rate, and share our podcast so that we can have all of the great content for you coming up soon. Thanks, everybody. Bye.